Hey, what's going on, my friends? It's Dave Sharp. Welcome to Wake Up Legendary. And uh, my friends, my friends, I am so excited about uh, this episode. This morning, we have a um, we have a guest who is in the um, in a unique niche. We're going to hear about. Uh, she is from Germany. Uh, currently based in Dubai, moving to Spain, and she's using the core four business models to sell information, uh, courses, coaching, and events uh, to uh, build her business and to um, grow her online brand. And so uh, this is a beautiful example this morning of, um, you know, people, another uh, expert or uh, content creator, marketer, uh, who's using our business models in a unique niche so you guys can get some examples of how this is done. With that being said, uh, let's go ahead and give a warm welcome, uh, a legendary welcome to Jessica all the way from Dubai. Good morning. Hello. Actually, I'm in Germany right now. <laughs> okay. All the Hello way from, from Germany. Hello. Good afternoon. It's 4 p.m. here. <laughs> Okay. Wow. Wow. Well, thank you for, for coming on and joining us. Uh, you know, the majority of 99% of days, uh, we, we have, um, we have, uh, you know, our own clients, um, who go through our curriculum to be able to learn these, these business models. Um, you, you may have seen some of those interviews. I've done 850 interviews of our own clients here at legendary, and, um, you know, occasionally we like to bring in an outside guest who is also using these core four business models that we teach to sell information. And again, I said what those were courses, coaching, events, or do affiliate marketing, uh, selling somebody else's course, coaching program or events. I believe that was your first, um, you know, venture into this online world. If I'm right, let me know. Tell us how you got started in this kind of crazy world of digital marketing. Yes. So actually, um, I have a bachelor in business management and marketing. But obviously, as we know, the way they teach it is not <laughs> the way that is really applicable in today's world. At least that's not what I think. Um, and I started really by kind of wanting to be an influencer at one point and creating content on my old Instagram account. Um, just creating a lot of content around veganism. I'm vegan, around health. Um, I just had a lot of people really ask me a lot of questions about that. I'm like, I'm just going to go ahead and, you know, talk about it. And then I started having the first brands reaching out to me, wanting, you know, me to promote them, to talk about their products and to obviously make a commission out of that. So that's how it started for me. And that's how I really grew. And now I have my own coaching program and, you know, built out my own affiliate program with, with my, with my people. So that's kind of the circle. <laughs> yeah. And so now your, your main offer and kind of what you would consider yourself is uh, a health coach and you have a health coaching business. Is that right? Exactly. So my company is called the Women's Academy of Transformation. And within that, it's like an umbrella company. And we have, you know, my signature offers called the Plentiful Goddess, which is my coaching program. And I do have other offers like courses, you know, events that we do. Um, what else we have, you know, I have an ebook, right? So there's things that we do on the side as well. Um, but that's kind of like the main offer that I have is the Plentiful Goddess, which right now we're we've been scaling um, and hiring more people to to help us with that too. Nice, the Plentiful Goddess. I love yes. that. I love <laughs> that. And so let's talk a little bit about starting from scratch. You have started from scratch, and I would say that you've had significant success with a fairly small audience. So yes. I think that it's also great proof that. You know, you don't need to have hundreds of thousands or millions of followers to be able to make significant income and significant impact. And so talk to us a little bit about what you did to get started when you were, you know, a lot of our a lot of our clients are, uh, you know, brand new, meaning that they've never even posted anything on the Internet. Many of them are transitioning from careers as nurses, as um 
as uh, you know, people in society with all kinds of different jobs, construction workers, um, teachers, and they're, uh, they're intelligent people, but they've never created content online. And so they have a hard time picking their niche and they have a hard time picking their, their audience and uh, making a commitment to a specific niche while realizing they don't need to get married to it long term. It's really just about getting started. And then we run into new challenges, which is, well, what do I say in my first few videos if I, if I you know, don't have tons of success, meaning that lots of people aren't following me and listening to me yet? So where did you get started with those first few videos and how did you begin to build your brand back in the very beginning? I think what's really interesting and what's important for me to share is that the first account that I had, I grew to around... 12,000, 13,000 followers. And that was like years ago when Instagram looked very different and every, you know, the algorithm was very different. Reels didn't exist back then. Um, that's how I started growing that account. And that's when I became like my business grew a lot because I already had a following. So when I came out with an offer, people were like, yes, we want that. Um, and then what ended up happening is because the algorithm was changing so much my Instagram account started to kind of go down in, um, in how do you say it? Like people were not really seeing my posts anymore. And I was like, what is going on? I contacted Instagram. I talked to a couple of people that work at Instagram too. They're like, create a new account. I'm like, are you crazy? <laughs> I just built this account of 12,000 followers, which obviously helped me build, you know, my business to a pretty good amount. And now you want me to create a complete new thing. I, I don't, I don't think I can do that. And I was, you know, battling with that idea for a while. I kept trying to really keep that account alive, but I was like, okay, this is no longer working. I saw a dip in my business. I saw, you know, because people weren't seeing my stuff and I would occasionally have, you know, the ads from people. They're like, I stopped seeing your stuff. I was wondering where you were because you would always show up. I don't know what happened there, right? I might've been banned for a while. Like Instagram had interesting things that, you know, it did for a while. And so I ended up creating um, this new account, which I think now I have around like 4,500 or something followers. Um, and my, I made more money in my business with that account. Mm -hmm. For that reason, I, I was at a pivotal time when I created this new account. I became very clear on what is my passion? What will I never get bored talking about? <laughs> what is part of my life, which is just like, second nature to me and how can i really create value and speak from my heart mm. that was what's what was i think still today is why why people end up coming to me and 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 signing up with me as a coach because um i didn't want to be like the the generic content where it's just like here's another tip and here's something i just started really speaking from my heart and initially i didn't have a plan i was like i'm just gonna try this. I'm going to try that. I did it. You know, if you look at my content, even from that new account and you scroll down, the content that I did in the beginning is completely different to what I did now. So I also allow myself to pivot. I allow myself to really look at what do people like, which post really converted, which one got the most views, uh, which post, you know, made, made me, um, you know, other people, how many people reached out through a post of mine that I made, right? So I would always look at the statistics as well. And I wouldn't, be annoyed anymore if like one post maybe had eight likes and then the other one had 200 likes i just knew okay this one didn't work i'm not gonna do this anymore i'm just gonna go into what is working um and i would also ask my people i would ask my followers i was like what do you want to see on here do you want to see workouts do you want to see tips do you want to see tell me what it is and even if you have a smaller audience i think community building is also another important thing because i have followers that have followed me started following me like four or five years ago, they just became a client of mine. Some mm. people just take a little bit more time also to make that decision. And even if you feel like people don't see you, they see you. Even if you just have one or two likes, a lot of people don't like posts anymore. They just scroll and look and read and they forget to like it, but people still see you. And that's something that I had to learn is that everything you put out, people see that. And you might not yet see the conversion, but it's gonna happen. You just have to stay consistent and keep putting value out there. Love this. I mean, this is, I usually throw hats in my, on my shows when value, I'm getting excited and I'm, 
and I'm feeling the the need to throw some hats here. Um, what 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 did you notice that was working better when you started to pivot your content, and what were you doing before? Talk to us about that pivot, that transition, and what you learned from that. I got crystal clear on my message. Um, I realized I need to. I need to tell people what they want to hear and I give them what they need, which means um, as a coach focusing on, let's say, vegan weight loss, I'm going to simplify it as much as possible. Vegan weight loss for women. Okay. I'm going to speak about vegan weight loss for women. I'm going to give them the easy recipes. I'm going to give them the quick workouts. But when they come in to work with me, they do the actual work that needs to be done. They do the emotional work. They do the trauma work. They do all of this deeper stuff that ultimately is going to really help them transform. They do their mindset work. There's a lot of mindset that, you know, I teach my clients, um, but I don't speak about it that much because people will not make that connection. Why should I talk about, why should I think about mindset when it comes to weight loss? Mm. People, when they initially want to lose weight, they're looking for the quick tips, for the quick, something that they can save and the quick workout. And that's ultimately what I had to do because when I pivoted before, I would go into like those deep messages talking about trauma and people weren't connecting as much anymore because they didn't, they didn't understand where that was coming from. And I had to realize, okay, maybe this is not the right way to go. Maybe I have to simplify it. And that's another keyword, simplify it. It doesn't have to be complicated. People have a super short span now today. They keep scrolling so much. You really have to stand out and the content that you make really has to I believe it has to touch the hearts and it has to be immediately like, why do you want to listen to me? You know, um, and not talk about <laughs> everything else that has nothing to do with your content. I do think, you know, you have the right place in your stories where you can show more of your personality and your personal life. But I do think in your feed, it should be really like people should understand who you are, what you do and how you can help them um, in the simplest way possible. Did that answer your question, Dave? <laughs> so so much. Uh, and I want to, I want to dig into that a little bit because I think that what, what our clients hear from other people a lot is, well, I just started telling my story. And so a lot of times people get on social media and they start going into kind of, you know, talking about themselves mm -hmm. and not in forgetting the what's in it for the person listening. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. what I hear you saying is that, um, on the same token, when you were talking about things that required deep thought, things that required somebody to really think deeply, to consider how much work it was going to take, um, similar to how if somebody's telling their story and it's taking forever, that person who's listening really needs to practice some good listening skills and some patience. And the truth is, is that people don't have good listening skills and patience. They have shorter attention spans than ever. And when you started transitioning to quicker kind of drive by value, like something that somebody sees, because the truth is that people are looking for fast fixes. They're not when they're scrolling social media. Nobody goes on to social media and says, I want to dig deep today. I want to go and I want to really I want to go deep inner child stuff, trauma work. I want to listen and sit and listen to somebody's story. What they're really pulling up their phone saying is, I want to escape my day. I'm feeling depressed and anxious. Oh, I'm feeling a little bit overweight or, you know, I'm feeling broke. I, want, what, I wonder if I can find any just quick, you know, fast solutions. Where's the get rich quick things? Where's the, the okay. quick? And although we don't want to be deceptive, we need to give people some sort of some sort of, you know, I hate to use the word bait, but we, we need to sort of trick them in a way to get them to pay attention. And so we lead with snippets of value, little munchies, hors d'oeuvres, appetizers of value that are not explaining the, the whole deep, big picture, but are giving them something that they can utilize right away, or at least it appears that they can utilize it right away. I call it, as my friend Hunter here said in the comments, chumming the waters. I have something called the fishing formula business plan. 
And it's, it's really about picking the species that you want to target. What waters do they live in? How do you chum the waters to get them kind of under the boat? Like when you're fishing for sharks, you're, you're putting blood in the water, right? And then what bait do you use to get them to bite the hook, right? So when you're chumming the waters, you're not talking about what's in the product or talking about the deeper you're giving them bite-sized snippets of value that they can feel like, ooh, even if I use this alone, I could get a little bit of value, but it's clearly and obviously not the total package and it's not all the work that's going to need to be done. Exactly, exactly. And I think the, the, the better place to do that is to do it in like life events, life free workshops that you offer. That's when you kind of go more into that stuff, yeah. um, right? But like, Easy example is like three tips to da, 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 whatever it is, right? Or three reasons why you feel stuck in your business, right? Or three go-to recipes to lose weight during this Christmas period. Like yeah. it's so easy. Like think about what type of content do you like to consume? <laughs> I think a lot of times, again, we overcomplicate and ask yourself, what would I like? What would I, you know, save as a post and make yeah. sure I, you know, or what is shareable? And also, like, how can you position yourself as the expert in, um, you know, on Instagram or wherever you're doing it, if it's on Facebook or TikTok, really position yourself as the expert. So still talk about what you know, but simplify it. So I've heard this a lot why people ended up signing up with me is because they said, because you seem like the expert, you know exactly what you're doing. And that's kind of like why people come to you, Dave, is because you have that authority. You know exactly what you're doing, what you're talking about. And people sign up with you for that reason, right? And when you're kind of like still unsure about it, people feel that. It's energy. People feel it like you're kind of like, oh, yeah, you could do that, but you could do that too. <laughs> you know, it's not a clear message. People definitely always feel it. And I do think the energy that you put into that as well is important. And so for me, one thing with Instagram is I want to make sure that like, I do a lot of that mindset work myself. I do a lot of that energetic work so that when I post, I'm in a place where I feel like I'm in a good place to put the content out there. And if I'm not in a good place, I put that to the side and I do it at a moment when I feel good because I know that kind of will not perform as good as if I'm excited about the stuff that I put out there. So let's get more specific about confidence building because you're mm -hmm. right. You know, there's for me, confidence building, I had to act as if I was already successful in the beginning. I had to have the mindset that I was already who I wanted to be because I, I wasn't successful and I wasn't confident and I was unsure and I wasn't really, I didn't feel total authority or I was shocked when people bought from me in the very beginning and I kind of just acted like that was what, what supp was supposed to be happening. I, I never let people see me sweat, right? Mm -hmm. Kind of like when you walk into a job interview using an analogy that most people can probably relate to, you know, it's not a bad thing to say you're nervous, but you don't want to be sitting there shaking in your boots because the person interviewing you is going to say, well, this person's clearly not confident and clearly has got maybe um, is, is scared. And that, as you say, the energy, it's just it's hard to explain, but people want to. But it's also simple to understand. People want to follow confident people. So how have you built your confidence and what are some of the things that you did now you're doing some of this energetic work and you're doing other things that maybe you didn't do at the beginning. What did you do at the beginning to build your confidence and to show up on camera as an authority when you weren't yet? Yeah. You know, this is a funny question because, Oh my God, I looked at my YouTube videos from like years ago and I was so ashamed. I was like, who is this person? I don't recognize this person anymore. And in a, in a, in a interesting and, and fun way, because I do believe the reason why, like if you would have met me as a 12 year old girl, I was the shyest person ever. I would be scared to pick up the phone and call someone for a long time in my life. I was extremely shy and I still consider myself an introvert, which a lot of people are like, how are you an introvert? You're always speaking on camera. You're always doing all of this stuff. You're standing on stage. I'm like, yeah, but this took practice. And honestly, I do think it's practice. I do think I started recording myself when I didn't feel like I could do it. And I put these videos out and they're still on the internet if you want to check it out. And the way that I speak is so different from the person I am today. But on the other hand, I'm grateful that I have this stuff because sometimes it can become so like 
we want to already be like this person who has a million followers and who has a million dollar business. But these people just started like you. It's just about you know, practicing, I recorded myself, I looked at myself, I was like, okay, I need to, you know, stop saying, um, all the time, I need to, you know, look into the camera, like, I would analyze my videos, too, I would, you know, I started a podcast as well, this way, I was also able, when I was editing, I was listening to myself, um, I really, and English is not even my first language, which is even crazy, I, I you know, I spoke German and Polish first, and then I learned English later in my life, and now I work in English and, you know, most of my clients are from the States and from New Zealand and Australia. I don't have a lot of German people that work with me. And even if I do, I still speak in, in English. So like I can't even work in German anymore. But that was like double effort for me to not only, you know, go out there and record myself, but also speak a language that is not my mother tongue and knowing that there are going to be words I don't know how to pronounce. And still, still sometimes I'm in my calls with my clients. I'm like, guys, help me with that word. I don't know how to pronounce that word because it's an abstract word I've never seen in my life. Right. And it happens. Um, so I do think practice makes perfect. And um, I, to be honest, my favorite mindset technique, which I have used um, a lot in my life, which I do think I also manifested I, love, I like that word manifested. I manifested my business, manifested my TEDx talk that I had like two, a month ago. Visualization. It's imagining yourself as this person already. Um, and it's a super easy exercise that I teach everyone that I meet because I'm like, you have to do this. It's so powerful. It's just you. It, it takes two, three, four minutes just by you closing your eyes and imagining yourself as this confident person, as the person that knows what she's saying or what, what knows what they're saying as this person that, you know, stands on this stage, whatever it is that you want to create as a person that has, you know, I don't know how many followers and makes as much money as you want to. Um, you know, my goal is still to reach a million in my business, right? I have a multi six figure business, but I want to reach a million. So like, I always ask myself, what would millionaire just do? Like, what would she do? The actions that the, the actions that I take, the decisions that I make, I make from this version. I'm not yet, but I'm making them from as if I was already that version of myself. Mm. Right. And this really helps me of like when I have to make an important decision, I'm like, OK, what would millionaire just do? And also, to be honest, do things that scare you, <laughs> do things that sometimes feel like, oh, that's like, am I really this person already that can do that? Yes, you can, because that's really what's going to make you help you grow in that is sometimes it has to be that a little bit of scary because that's what's really going to help you learn as well and make, you know, help you become that person. Love that. Love that. And that was exactly what I did to become um, more confident as well. Started to visualize myself. For example, back a quite a few years ago, I was doing a lot of events and uh, we were putting on a lot of large events for, you know, one, two, three, up to forty five hundred people. So thousands of people um, doing them uh, four times a year. And um, this was earlier in my career before this current company. And um, so I got quite a bit of practice of being in front of large audiences. And of course, I was um, totally not a stage speaker. Uh, still, still am not, right? Uh, in other words, I'm not a like... Um, you know how you see speakers and they clearly have, um, you know, scripted talks that they do and they've done it and they nail it. Even Tony Robbins, uh, believe it or not, um, you know, I've gone to a couple of his events and he, he does the same event every time. And there's a lot of power in that. There's a lot of power in that that planning. But for me, I'm more of an off the cuff guy. And and so um, so I would sort of get up on stage and kind of just wing it Um and, and that always worked for me and it actually still does. I just deal with what's right in front of me and try to work with people and their problems that are right there in the room in that moment. Yeah. However, one of the things that, that really helped me to become a better speaker was exactly what you're talking about, visualizing myself in the room, visualizing myself walking around, the body language, how I would move. Uh, I also did pick up tips from walking, watching other speakers, such as I just mentioned a moment ago, I went to a couple of Tony events and I saw how he moved around the room. And for a young kid, I, you know, I went to one of his events when I was in my, my late twenties, 
I'm 40 now. That, that was great mentorship for me. That was a great learning experience because I saw somebody powerfully moving around the room in their most powerful body language. At least I thought it was. Um, I thought he was so cool and incredible how he how he moved and how he used his hands and you know how he used his body. And so I saw that and I would begin to visualize myself moving around in those same powerful ways. Um, using my my body language, I, I I began to do the same thing, visualizing myself recording videos. If I was going to record a, a course or record a um, a lot of videos, I would begin to think about that a few days ahead of time, and how I was gonna you know how I was gonna look, how the set was gonna look, you know how I was gonna show up, what where I was gonna be standing, the body language I was gonna be using throughout that that process, and um, and, and it, it, it was almost like practicing rehearsal. I heard a story one time that said that uh, they did a study and I can't cite the study. So, you know, take it, take it with a grain of salt. But um, uh, that's an American phrase, I think. I uh, <laughs> <laughs> so they, they had two basketball groups and uh, one was uh, practicing uh, physically in the flesh. Mm -hmm. The other was just visualizing. The, the, the shots and then they brought them to to actually perform the shots side by side together and the the group that just visualized uh, did just as good or better as the group that that actually physically practiced and there's a lot of there's a lot of power there's a lot of science there's a lot of um, and it's something anybody can do right now. You're right. It just takes a couple of moments to begin to visualize. And I think the reason why that can be so powerful is because we so often think about worst case scenarios and we create these negative self-fulfilling prophecies where we stress, stress, stress and think about worst case scenarios. So then when we get in the moment, we're totally freaked out because we've rehearsed screwing up or choking so many times that we actually you know, almost perform that, 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 that negative result. And, um, all the, all the while we could have been visualizing something, you know, absolutely crushing it and doing much better. So I, I love that you bring that up. Um, what, uh, what's, what sort of boundaries have you needed to set in your life in order to uh, really become focused in order to have, the business that you have, that I have, that anybody listening has or wants to have, it requires a significant amount of focus and consistency. And in order to do that, we have to, in some cases, cut off uh, friends and family, be more choosy with, not cut off totally, but set boundaries. Sometimes we have to cut them off. Sometimes we have to let entire people go. Um, sometimes we have to set boundaries within our personal and romantic relationships and communicate with people about what what they should expect from us. Um, what are what are some of the things that stand out to you in terms of what you've needed to do, change or boundaries you've needed to set so you can focus on the things you need to focus on that other people may not understand? Mm. A lot of that actually happens to me, too. Um I've had to realize the more I started doing this work on myself, on my business, on my mindset, I started to realize that the people that were currently in my life were no longer serving me. And I know this sounds very harsh. And for some people, like when you're not in that position, it might sound very like it doesn't make sense, but it does because I've heard way too many stories of, you know, it, it just takes an hour a day listening to your friend complain, you will start to have that mindset too. You will start to see the problems in your life too. You will start to see the things that are not working out for you. And it requires a lot of discipline and a lot of work to think differently than a lot of people think. And I, and I, and I find myself every time I went, I was at a hairdresser like a month ago um, and the conversation that she was having with me, I really did not want to participate because I realized she was so negative about everything, about everything. And I was like, oh my God, I just want to leave. This is so bad. I have to cleanse myself or something. And I have to like do another visualization after that. And I've, I've had this comment from uh, friends that I'm no longer the same person. And I'm like, 
thank you. That's a great compliment. I appreciate that. <laughs> um, that, you know, I've, I've had one friend I, I'm no longer speaking to, actually multiple friends. I was like, you know, we can, you know, talk once in a while, but this is not going to be a deep, deep relationship anymore because every time I would speak to them, it would, it would drag me down. It would, it would really like create the same way of thinking that I didn't want to, you know, didn't want to, to have myself to. And I mean, to be, to be fair, like, I love my business. I love what I do. So that I, I never really felt like I made a lot of sacrifices, but as years passed and I looked back, I did make a lot of sacrifices. I just wasn't aware of that because I was so in my vision. I was so in my tunnel vision that like, I was so happy with what I was doing. But when I, you know, took a step back and I, and I always like to say, you know, eagle, eagle eye vision, look at like the whole picture. And I started looking at the whole picture. I'm like, oh my God, yes. I actually did a lot of things differently that I, you know, that I did maybe 10 years ago. Um, so yes, you know, family members, friends, and I had a, to hear a lot of comments about like, you've changed, whatever. Um, but I also, I know that for myself, the life that I want to create, I, I need to be that person in order for me to attract these people into my life. If I'm not this person, I'm not going to attract these amazing people that, you know, I'm visualizing to attract into my life, right? It always starts with you. It doesn't start with first attracting the person, then you become it. it it's the other way around. Mm. Um, so yeah. Does it answer your question? <laughs> yeah, 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 so much so. Um, what, uh, how did you go from, and did you do, and do you still do affiliate marketing um, at the beginning? And when did you know it was the right time to also start creating your own courses, coaching program, and events? I think I'm just a creator by heart. And I just really wanted to, work with people myself and I always had that in me um so it wasn't enough anymore for me to I don't want to say just to affiliate because I think it's it's still so amazing and there's so much value in it it's needed and I'm I'm right now I'm building my own affiliate you know program for my my people that I want to work with want to promote my my offers um but I knew that like I and, and again the the first people that I got in as an affiliate they told me themselves like I love veganism. I love the movement, but I don't want to do this work myself. I want to promote what you have because I believe in your vision. And mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm just, a, um, I'm just a creator by heart. Like I always have new ideas. I'm always like, oh, we can do this, and and I want to teach this my clients. And and I'm like, um, I learn something and I immediately bring it into my business. I like, I learn something from another coach that I work with. I'm like, that is the thing I want to teach my clients next. Like I mm -hmm. just love the process of being able to truly see, be part of the transformation of people. That that's that is my biggest reward to be honest like that's why I do what I do and um obviously one day I hope to remove myself um you know marketing wise as much as possible I, I I know I still have to be there but like the thing that truly fills my soul is like seeing these people being able to really help them transform their lives and that's why I decided to like completely pivot into that into that area because it was just even if maybe monetarily Initially, I was very scared because I had no idea what I was doing. Mm. I knew that this was going to, you know, be the thing that's going to fuel me. Yeah. Uh, and the, one, of the, one of the things that I see s some people do is, you know, have success as affiliates and then they want to create their own course or coaching program or event. And then they mm. totally throw the baby out with the bathwater stopping all of what they were doing before that was bringing in income and allowing them to have success. And I think what, what I've learned along the way and some of the most successful marketers that I know, including some of my own students have done is to not, is to add things to your business, not replace things in your business. Mm -hmm. So if you have an affiliate offer that's working really well, that, that is bringing in a lot of income, don't stop promoting that affiliate offer and keep promoting that affiliate offer integrate it into your business in, in, in even further but add some sort of a coaching program or a, a a course you know we've got a lot of people inside of our community that started brand new 
started doing affiliate marketing, and then suddenly maybe they were in the, um, the, the, the online business or online marketing space. We have a lot of people who kind of start in that niche because they're passionate about their finances and they're passionate mm-hmm. about their, their uh, you know, changing their financial situation. And so they, they, that's something they can talk about. And so some of our most successful students have just added a sort of like a Facebook coaching group to mm-hmm. where, you know, somebody has to pay, you know, 50 or $100 a month to gain access to a Facebook group, gain, gain access to group coaching calls. Um, and then maybe they have an upgrade of some one-on-one, um, you know, uh, you know, one-on-one uh, offer or something that they're integrating into the back end of their business for an even higher, like paying more access to get to, to get to the, the person, the leader, the, the guru, what does your ascension, uh, you know, value ladder look like inside of your business? You're offering somebody, I would assume something free on the front end, or or are you asking for an opt-in to get them onto your marketing list? And then what offers do they see ultimately leading up to uh, something that is more high ticket on the back end, I would assume. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Talk to mm-hmm. us a little bit about if what what is the back end of your business that, yeah. we, that we wouldn't see if we were just scrolling your social media so we can understand how you're presenting products and programs to those people who are looking for that more advanced or personal touch from you. Yeah. So um, the first opt-in looks in in two different ways so i on the one hand i do have a free ebook which i think everyone should have because you can easily collect a lot of people like free stuff right so like make sure you have something free to offer them that is also nice like a great value i I think a lot of times i've seen when i used to download like free stuff it was not a great thing and then obviously if i do get emails from them i'm like oh not really interested because it wasn't great in the first place i do think the first offer that you present them should be free and should be something that's really valuable for them. Um, So that is one of the things that I have running at the back end all the time. So the moment that you go into my website, a thing pops up and you're like, do you want the free, you know, mini workbook that I have? Um, And then the second thing that I do is my events, my live events, which I've been really successful with as well, because I haven't really seen a lot of vegan coaches do that. So I believe I'm the only vegan. I don't want to say I'm the only, but I know a lot of them. And I've never seen anyone do something similar um, in that space. So um, a lot of times, you know, it's it's very much about business mindset, healing, but not really about like, especially vegan women, because that's my, my niche, right? So I do those events. I have one event coming up in January now. And I also already collaborate on those events with people. So I already tell them like, you know, if they're similar niche, like vegan influencers, for example, or people that already want to do affiliate uh, with me together, um, they already obviously get a cut off of if they end up joining my main signature offer, which is the Plentiful Goddess, mm-hmm. right? Now, then I do have um, another ebook, which is uh, about cycle syncing and, and women's health. And then I have another course, which is $100, $200 uh, max, um, which is just like a self-led course. And then I launched, I was, I'd like to try with my business as well. So I don't like to just put something out and try to make it work, but I like to try. So we did this six week course, um, which was kind of like a step stone to like, I kind of wanted to see how will this go? I did like a Black Friday offer on that one. Um, it It did go very well. I had a lot of people sign up that were like, super long followers of mine weren't able to afford the bigger offer, but they could do this one. So they got kind of like a six week sneak peek of me. And then obviously I'm still going to upsell them later on. And then the Plentiful Goddess program, which is a four month comprehensive program comes in. And then from that on, I have my one-on-one, right? Which is like the highest priced. So this is kind of how it looks like right now. I do like to play around with it a little bit and kind of see what works, what doesn't. The six week program was a live program. So once it ends, I can either way restart it or I can start it in like March if I want to, but I kind of wanted to just try it out and see how that one goes. Because I do know, I, I, I did it because I've had a lot of followers who always wanted to work with me, but just financially couldn't do yeah. the goddess. I was like, okay, I need to create something for them that is kind of in the middle, which is like 
they still get a little bit of that life coaching and that little bit of that value that like is going to help them with a mini transformation. But it's also obviously not going to be as big and extensive as the Plentiful Goddess, if that makes sense. Makes total sense. So just recapping for everybody, and you tell me if I'm I'm right here, um, and I understood this correctly. So your your business model is essentially creating lots of free, valuable content throughout the month. And obviously people can DM you and reach out and you give people calls to action to DM you and reach out. However, um, a, a couple of times, frequently you do these free workshops and these free workshops are essentially, I see that you have one on July 5th and 6th. This is a free webinar essentially to where you're going for a couple of hours each day. And then at the end of that webinar, you're going to make an offer to everybody who attended for free to join the Plantiful Goddess program, which is a multi-thousand dollar, five or $10,000 four month coaching program. Is that correct? Yes, January, you said July. I don't know how you got into July, but January. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, um, so awesome. And I, and I saw that very easily by just going to your Instagram profile and, um, which everybody, we have that up, uh, right on the screen. Uh, I am Jessica Carwatt. Um, and, uh, you know, you have that right there in your bio, um, for people to be able to click on and, um, you know, either immediately join the plantiful goddess, which is by application only. So they have to, uh, apply and and then I would assume you get on the the phone with them or on Zoom or somebody from your team does and uh, will enroll them if if it's a good fit and if they're ready to go. Um, but the 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 main way that you're selling or bringing in these applications for these people to join your plantiful program plantiful goddess program is by doing those free workshops and that's a huge nugget. I mean that's 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 really a um, that's that's really a great strategy because, you know, br getting somebody off of social media onto a webinar, onto a Zoom webinar, for example, it 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 cuts out the noise. And I've been using webinars now for thirteen years in in my business um, to, to you know, and and of course I've been using videos and challenges and everything else. Um, but the point is, is that. We have to get people off of social media if we want them to pay attention for a longer period of time. And so you can either offer a course where you sell something throughout the course. You can offer a challenge. We do a 15-day challenge. You, In your case, you do a free workshop. Now, that workshop can be two hours. It doesn't have to be two days long. You just happen to do a two-day workshop. Uh, and are you going – are you going – you know, two hours, four hours, six hours. What does that two-day workshop look like uh, in terms of just length and and uh, content? Yeah, so I definitely had to pivot a little bit with those workshops because initially when I started doing them, they weren't working. And I was like, what am I doing? This is not working. People were showing up, people were signing up and I wasn't converting. So definitely also here, it was a learning process just because I did one workshop that didn't work. It can, I'm not saying that it won't, but I had to really like do a lot of pre-work and trial and error until I was like, all of a sudden I had one event which is like, what is happening? I, you know, we had so many calls, but I couldn't keep up with the amount of people that joined. And it was only because I was trying to pivot and look and what works, what doesn't get feedback from people. Um, now I've, you know, initially I started with a three day workshop, which was pretty good, but I do think three days is my opinion is I think the longer people can spend time with you, the better, because when you you when you're buying a coaching program, you're buying the trust of the coach being able to help you. Right. It's not just I'm buying a meal plan and a training plan. They're buying the transformation. So you have to in those in, in that event, give them some mini transformations, but also for them to get to know you. And obviously, I do think Instagram is a great place to do that, too, but it's only short nuggets, whereas if you spend and I do like around two hours each day, so it's a total of four. Eventually, I do a bonus. I think I'm going to see with this group, like if I think I need it, I'm going to, you know, spontaneously decide. I think that's, you know, that's also sometimes good to do that. Um, and I think it's really about it, just get, having them there, having them engaged making sure you ask a lot of questions because this way the more engaged a person is so i always pre-frame them too i always 
tell them a story about like why participation is key and I give them a study, right? So that they already start participating and they understand, okay, if I wanna have that transformation, I gotta be here with Jess, right? So that's really, really great to just kind of really have them engaged and have them spend as much time with you as possible. So even if like after those two hours, I open my questions and people ask questions, I make sure I answer all of them. And I'm like, any more questions? And maybe another person is gonna, and if no questions come in, I just start talking. I'm like, so by the way, guys, this and that, and some people are just staying there and they just look at you and they're like, okay, I'm, I'm still here, <laughs> you know? And it's, and it's funny, and these are usually the people that convert. These are usually the people that book the call and become the client. You mm -hmm. very quickly can see in those events as well, who the people are going to be that will become a client. It's, it's always very interesting. But yeah, I would say, you know, trial and error might be a thing for you. It depends what you sell. Um, and I do think in the beginning of this live, you also shared something about like sharing your own story, which I think if you do that, obviously you do that in the workshop too. But the way that you want to do it is you want to make it as relatable as possible to them. So again, asking a lot of questions, being like, I went through this, do you relate, right? So they're like, oh yeah, I actually re relate through this, right? So one, one, one story that I tell in my origin story is like how I was standing in front of the mirror and I just cried and I hated every piece of clothing that I put on. This is a story a lot of women that struggle right now can 100% relate to. So then I ask ladies, let's be honest, do you relate with this one? And then obviously you have a lot of people like, yes, yes, oh my God, you're speaking my mind, right? So. Um, I think that's really important. It's just re relatability, um, but also by telling those stories, by telling, giving them value and touching on those uh, um, objections in a way already, right? So the, the event ultimately is just touching on objections <laughs> the whole time, you know, yeah. so that people understand also um, what will what will make them actually successful in the long run, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is this is this is awesome. This is this is powerful. Um, my friends, uh, occasionally we'll have a guest expert on. This morning we have Jessica on, who is somebody who's been using the core four, uh, you know, models that we teach here at Legendary already inside of her business out, outside of Legendary. Um, I've said this before, and and I'll continue to say it. Legendary marketer, I did not create affiliate marketing. Uh, I did not invent coaching. I did not invent courses. Uh, I did not invent, invent events. Uh, uh, I, you know, we here at Legendary just have figured out a smart and, and simple and effective way to teach brand new people how to use these business models to get started in this powerful, wonderful, impactful, profitable world of, of online marketing. And Jessica is somebody who occasionally we will go out and find people who are already using these models, who are already having success, and they're everywhere. I mean, um, I'm sure you see this all over. You know, once you put on the marketing shades, which I like to say, once you get a little bit of education from legendary marketer, or or you start to understand these concepts. You begin to see the world differently. You begin to see where all of these people on the internet are doing affiliate marketing or selling their own course. Um, and you begin to see how much opportunity actually exists out there. And, um, you know, what do you think your, your life would be like? And this has been just so valuable and so insightful for us to understand how you've been using these business models to be successful for yourself in in a, in a in a language that is not even your native tongue as as a woman as you know you're just you're you're doing you're overcoming so many odds you're you're obviously a powerful woman who is got has a vision who is overcoming um uh, all the adversity that that uh we're all faced with but i think some more than others what would your life have been like, do you think, if you would have never discovered this business and if you would have uh, never started this in the first place? Yeah, thank you for asking me that. You know, I I reflect on that a lot, too, because I come from an immigrant family as well. So I'm even though, yes, I was born in Germany, my family's from Poland. They, you know, left Poland to have better conditions 
my mom was a waitress. I was helping her clean stuff as like we would go at like midnight to clean toilets. That's how we would make an extra 400 bucks per month uh, to make sure, you know, I can eventually then pay for my studies and all of those things. And and I, I know how it is to work hard. That's like that's the thing that my mom ingrained in me to to, you know, never stop dreaming and work hard. And, and I, I'm not scared of, of work. Like that's, I have to stop myself to work. That's more, <laughs> that's the other thing that I have to do. Um, and, and I reflect a lot on that question, like, where would I be? But it, to be honest, I started realizing that I have an entrepreneurial mindset already while I was studying, because <laughs> I would disagree with my, with my professors. You know, I'd be like, what you're saying is not true. Like, <laughs> and I would be like, I don't want anyone to tell me what to do. And that was kind of like an aha moment for me. I'm like, in order for me to do that, I have to do my own thing. Like, otherwise, and I, and I worked in mark. I, I didn't just start my business. I worked in marketing for uh, in B2B marketing in an ad tech firm for almost two years and the beginning of my career. And I hated it so much. And I was like, this is just, no, this is, it was making me miserable. It was making me miserable. And I quit that job, not having any plan at all. I didn't know. I went back to waitressing for a while, but I trusted. I was like, this is not it. I don't know what's on the other side, but I'm just going to trust to make that money and to survive. I moved back with my mom. And I'm so grateful my mom took me in because I, I was at a point where I was like, I need to completely change my life. I don't know how it's going to look like, but I'm just going to give it a try. And again, waitressed for, you know, six months and then opportunities started to come around. I heard about coaching for the first time. I had no idea what coaching was. I started working as an assistant coach for this other vegan uh, person. And I was like, this is great. I love this. <laughs> and I see the money he's making. I could make that money myself. Why, that, why am I working for him? <laughs> you know, I was like, I now know how it works. And so I, you know, I, I quit that job. And obviously there were a lot of things that I wanted to do differently. I saw the things that like, I do think his coaching is great, but I wanted to do things differently. I wanted to specialize in women's health, which he wasn't doing. I wanted to help women heal holistically as well, have the mindset aspect, the trauma, right? All of this. And that's, kind of how it started. And again, like sometimes I'm like, I'm so grateful that it, you know, it happened like it happened, but ask my partner, I spent work, like I, I worked all the time on the weekends. I would do, I would spend so much money on courses, business courses, like, you know, yours, uh, mindset coaches, the amount of money I spent that I didn't even have in the first place. Like I knew I needed to invest that money first in order for me to have a return because I have that didn't have this knowledge. All of the stuff I'm sharing here today, it didn't come from just, you know, uh, hoping it was going to work. I had to acquire this knowledge. And I, and I understood that in order for me to acquire this knowledge, I had to make investments that were scary. I was really scared to do it. And I was spending weekends, Saturday nights at like 12, 1 PM with people in calls to learn all of this and to really, you know, be at a level and I and I still do it I still continue to learn I still continue to educate myself I don't think it will ever stop I'm sure it's the same for you Dave like it's never gonna stop um so yeah I, I yeah I think that's it <laughs> well that's I can I can I can relate to all of that and I I love um I love that about you that you are um you know in this ever evolving growing uh, transforming yourself and integrating your own personal transformation into your business. Cause that's exactly what I do as well. I, I find that, uh, no matter what niche you're in, you can integrate your own personal transformation into your work, right? Even if you're in the, you know, you're selling, um, uh, uh you know, dog training, you know, it's, it's, it's about how do I serve my customers better? How do I, how do I, you know, how do I have, how do I increase my productivity? How do I, um, how do I create a better culture inside of my company? All of these things require us to become the best version of ourselves and they integrate so nicely. And what I also have found is that no matter what niche you're in, um, a lot of the same principles apply, you know, a lot of the same marketing strategies apply. My final question to you is what have you learned about yourself through this journey? Wow. Yeah. Um, 
through this journey of starting your business, I mean, what have you, obviously that's a loaded question for somebody like you, but what is something that stands out to you about the business specifically? How, what, what have you learned about your tenacity, your perseverance, what you're capable of, the fact that people do listen to you, respect you, that your message has value? What has this business taught you about you? I think the most important thing is that you, you have to believe in yourself. And I know it sounds very like wishy-washy and everyone says that to you. But what I mean with that is the people that we look up to, they're there because no matter what, they believed in what they had to offer and their capabilities and that whatever that they were doing was valuable. I went through phases in my business where I questioned if I was good enough for this if I was val- if my if I created enough value and I saw how it impacted my business. It was the same stuff I was teaching, but it was my mindset that was different. And when I went back and started redoing this work again of truly believing, you know what? I am the best vegan coach a person can get for women. I know it. I know it. Because I have not seen, like I, I, I don't think anyone could help them better. And when you have that mindset, just like you probably think, you know, your, your, you know, your offers are the best on the market. You know, otherwise you, you're going to hold yourself back in doing the things that are going to help you grow your business. Because otherwise you're always going to question, oh, should I put this out? Do, do I think people are going to think this is valuable? It starts ultimately with you because if you don't have that belief, no one can do it for you. And always looking for that external validation, that's also really, really problematic I think after a while it's good to have people tell you you're good and you know you're valuable but that shouldn't be the number one thing that should keep you going it should be what you believe and how you believe in yourself Mm. um yeah I love that I love that and I I also I also for me love what I the 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 approach that I've taken to life in business is to be the man that I've always needed in my life and be the woman that you've always needed in your life. Clearly you are that. And obviously the story about your mom helps us to understand a little bit about her as well. And, and uh, I think you were lucky to have her. I'm, I'm lucky to have my, my parents as well. And, but also I know what I need in uh, trusting that I know what I need in first becoming the person for me that I need or have always needed and when I believe in myself and I keep promises to myself, that helps me to then know that I am going to show up for my clients. Yeah. If I believe that I'm going to show up for them, uh, then I can present my offers and my content to them in a way that is going to be confident and, and, and is going to have conviction that uh, they may not do it. Or they may sign up and then not follow through, but I'll still be here. I will be here to serve. I will be here for you no matter what, as long as it takes you to decide or get ready to get ready or to get started because I am not going anywhere because I am doing this sure for you, but I'm also doing it for me because this is what I need to do to to, to, to believe in myself, to build my self-worth and self-esteem. And I am not doing this, again, as you said, for your validation, whether you sign up with my program, whether you watch my content, that that is not going to determine whether I continue to show up because I'm showing up, sure, for you. But first and foremost, I'm showing up for me because this is what I need to do because consistency, um, you know, uh, bettering myself, following through with something keeping the promises to myself that I made. You know, if I said I'm going to do this for 12 months and not look anywhere else or get or give up, then I'm going to damn it. I'm going to be on here for 12 months, whether you all like it or not. I'm going to be posting videos and posts and putting out the best things I can put out. But it's when we give up on ourselves 
And then people notice that we quit and they're like, well, I'm glad I didn't sign up with that person. Right. And it all started with us because I didn't keep that promise to myself. And so that has been my perspective on on that. And one of the things that I've learned about myself that I think is so in parallel with with your answer. And I thought that was just so beautiful what you said. And I appreciate your time. I mean, this is a this is a go back in dead gum. Listen to this, friends, if you want the secrets of building a coaching business and starting from scratch and and, in building it to this place to where you're doing free workshops, you're mastering your pitch, you know, uh, you're, you're testing things. You, you have the mindset that everything is a test um, and you're having a multiple six figure business. I mean, let me tell you something Uh, you'll get there. You know, legendary marketer will do, you know, 70 or $80 million this year. Um, wow. in sales and, and, um, you know, uh, it, it, it all started with, uh, you know, our first 10,000, our first six figure month, our first multiple six figure month. And, and, and I'm not doing anything that's so, you know, I'm still sitting here on live every day at 10 AM Eastern time, 99% of the time interviewing brand new students, just I'm interviewing brand new clients who are going through our training and um, you talked about growing and learning. I'm learning from them. I mean, I'm showing up this morning learning from you, you know, with a humble heart saying, what can I learn? How can I ask better questions that can help to bring out the real powerful answers that we all can learn from, that even the guests can learn from? Um, and uh, it's been a real pleasure to interview you. And I can't wait to follow up and see more of, of your success. I'm, I'm, I'm honored to be a very small part of it and get, get an hour of your time today. So thank you, Jessica. Uh, it's been, been an honor. Stay legendary, my dear friend. And, um, and I'll talk to you soon, okay? Thank you for having me. I really appreciate you. <laughs> Take care. Bye. See you. Bye-bye. All right, my friends, you can go and you can check Jessica out over on Instagram, start following her content, start uh, listening to her message, start, start watching what she does at I am Jessica Carwatt. Uh, I am Jessica, J-E-S-S-I-C-A Carwatt, K-A-R-W-A-T. Okay. I am Jessica Carwatt. Uh, just a, a, a powerful, wonderful example of what these core four business models can be and do for you when you uh, head over to her Instagram profile. Uh, this is what it it, it looks like, um, just so you know that you're at the right one. Um, there's a lot of imposters out there, and she may even have some, some imposters that are creating duplicate accounts of hers. So just make sure that you go and follow the right one. She's got the little blue check mark up at the top. Um, she's a vegan nutritionist, women's health coach, cycle expert, uh, Ted, uh, and, and of course that's relating to, uh, the, um, uh, women's cycle. Okay. Not, 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 uh, not, not bicycle TEDx speaker. Um, and, uh, she's got lots of different value and offers and opportunities to be able for people to learn from her about vegan, vegan nutrition and, uh, exercise and weight loss. And, um, and, and just also the reason why we had her on is because she's a wonderful example of, um, you know, somebody who's using these core four business models to sell information online, uh, with, with, with amazing success and just getting started, right. Clearly just getting started. And so, um, you know, it's just, it's a, it's a beautiful thing to bring in these outside experts, um, to, to also hear about their journey. And one of the reasons why I tell you, my friends, learn these skill sets. We don't care where you learn them from. I mean, certainly we have opportunities in some of the best education, the best in my opinion, but that's just because I know how we operate our company and we've created more success stories than any other education marketing company that I know of. But dadgummit, if you can learn it from, you know, a guy on the side of the street, if you can learn it at your local university, if you can learn it from some other guru that you identify with more, it doesn't matter. These are just skill sets that in 2024, you and beyond, you should uh, 
I, I don't want to shit on you, but man, I invite you to really consider what life would be with the ability to be able to go on and create your own business online, selling information and digital products that are proven to be the one of the most intelligent business models on the internet versus selling fidgets and widgets and digital or, or physical products that get stuck in the supply chain or or drop shipping you know crap from alibaba you know over from china and and hoping people don't refund it you know the, the powerful thing about these business models is you can get your passion behind them you can get into things that you're excited to talk about and and you can truly have an impact on people and that's why we love them so much and so once again thank you jessica amazing legendary interview this morning get into that 15-day challenge my friends if you're you know starting today or you're starting over it doesn't matter get into those blueprints if you have them or want more advanced training um it, it, you know that th that is a epicenter of coaching and support and um and in 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 step by step guidance on how to get your business and system set up to be able to not only do affiliate marketing but also become a coach uh, course creator or event hoster and um and uh you know be legendary my friends in your own special and unique way don't give up before the miracle happens uh, in your life. And those results are going to be different for everybody. Somebody's miracle might be their first lead. Somebody else's might be their first million. You know, each person has their own goals. Embrace your goals, embrace your journey, make it your own, and also appreciate your challenges because they're your challenges. They're your struggles, not somebody else's, you know, hold them tight, learn from them. And um, we'll see you back here tomorrow for another episode. Get out of here. Peace.